0: Honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awijen. Timberwolves Explosion is available on all of your favorite podcasting apps, including the Basketball Podcast Network, which is not an app, it's a website and all that. So, very, very, very proud to be a part of it. And, of course, again, it goes on to all your favorite podcasting apps, <laughs> one way or another. Thank you once and always for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today to talk Minnesota Timberwolves basketball. Well, Timberwolves had three games this past week. They meet Lovedam, two and one at the end of the day. So the fact that the Wolves won two out of three is good and all that. It's just the problem is the one we lost. It's kind of weird. Like we lost to Houston again. I had a crappy feeling the Wolves were going to split with the Houston Rockets. I just felt it. And Chris Finch felt it. He's like, oh, it's always tough to kind of go back and forth, a home and home type of thing. And, you know, so and a lot of people figured like, oh, great. Now you just basically gave the Rockets the win in a lot of ways. You know, like like mentally kind of like gave the game away in a, in a sense. Um. But the Timberwolves did defeat the Pelicans without Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram coming back for the first time in a long, long time. Got the Utah Jazz and the Milwaukee Bucks. Classic Milwaukee Bucks uniforms, along with the classic Jazz, of course. Uh, in 1990, 1990, I love it. Very cool, all these old, old players dating way back in the day. I just, yeah, huh, huh. Well, take take that, modern people. Uh, Jack Sikma just hit a three-pointer. Yeah, know the big, big center, former... Seattle Supersonic way, way back. Yeah, he was on the Bucks. He just hit a three. He's the center. So take that, modern gener- uh, modern generation, right? <laughs> Even he hit a three just now. And it looked so easy. So <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually, when you think about that. Because that wasn't very common. Could you imagine Mark Eden launching a three and making it? Well, maybe in practice he probably did all the time. That's the funny part. My brother used to say that. Like, oh, you don't think they can shoot? Of course they can. They just don't, you know, they just don't take those big shots in games. <clears throat> those long shots in games, anyway. Uh, three games to review. Uh, four games to preview, but three different teams. We play Sacramento twice. Those are both in target center, so we'll see if we split that. It's actually a really nice uh, team. Memphis, Sacramento. And the Golden State Warriors. Blech. Hopefully the Bulls could take care of business there. Let's open things up with the sprockets here, Spacely Sprockets Club. The Houston Rockets. Yeah, I know. Timberwolves win 113-104. Anthony Edwards was an absolute beast throughout the game, um, posterizing Sengun over and over again. And it wasn't necessarily just posterizing him, but posterizing the Houston Rockets time and time again. Flying to the basket and dunking, but also hitting shot after shot after shot. It was an annoying back-and-forth type of battle, which is what the Houston Rockets and the Wolves have banned the past couple of years, despite the fact the Rockets hadn't won since uh, December 26th, right? So it's obviously not a good team. Um, they're young, this and that, but the Wolves kind of, <laughs> the Wolves' immaturity certainly has uh, taken full force in this week. Uh, a week where the Wolves go 2-1, and one, you, there's there are definitely things to complain about. And it's in terms of, like, the Wolves' immaturity versus the Houston Rockets, and, of course, I guess, making fun of them and social media. Like, for what? For what? What are you doing? Uh, The Wolves did crap like that last year as well, with Houston and all that. Uh, Guys like um, Malik Beasley saying how, oh, you know, we're so, you know, after a a little winning streak or something, maybe we got a little too overconfident when the Rockets embarrassed us last year. So stupid. Like, how, how do you even manage that kind of crap? Um... Like, what is going on? That's what led to, uh, actually, this was two years ago already. Yeah, I was on the old laptop. That's why I don't still have the sound bite, unfortunately. Where, um, so yeah, Houston's obviously been bad. And we've been messing around with them for years now. But that was when John Krasinski said, like, what success have you had? Like, he was pissed off. Like, that's really stupid. Uh, Kyle Anderson stunk <laughs> in this game. He stunk in the next game as well, so Kyle Anderson did not have a very good week. He did get three blocks, and he did get seven rebounds, so we appreciate that. That actually led the Wolves in rebounding, so I should shut my mouth a little bit at that. He stunk, but he didn't even make a shot in the game, which is really crazy. But, I don't know, he just didn't have a good week. Let's just leave it at that. Nathan Knight was incredible. Uh, Had a coast-to-coast type of play to the basket. 19 points off the bench for Nathan Knight. And it just, he just gets the job done. He goes into the, again, flies into the lane and dunks. Even two of three from downtown, Jack Sigma style, right? Okay, just kidding. I think Sigma just hit another three. <laughs> Jack Sigma, yeah, he was the Wolves' assistant coach, wasn't he? Um, I believe that was in the Rick Adelman era, right? So, crazy. Jack Sigma just hit another three <laughs> in 1990, folks. So... I'm telling you, and Sigma played for the Seattle Supersonics when they won the championship, if I remember correctly. So he's actually an older guy by this stage. This would be like 11 years uh, after that. Oh, yep. I was still pretty young. Uh, 1990. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, sorry, I'm losing my mind here. Um, D'Angelo Russell, yep. You know, it's obviously been an ongoing conversation. I haven't brought it up much, but D'Angelo Russell is having a career high in field goal percentage. He's shooting the ball very well, and particularly this past month as well, just shooting crazy good. Three-point percentage and all that. Anthony Edwards is averaging like 26 points a game in the month of January, and uh, Carl Anthony Towns is uh, ticked off at the general media, especially the ESPN saying it would be a four-to-six-week injury where it's actually a grade-three sprain with a SP, not ST, with the calf. So it's pretty serious stuff. Uh, probably anything worse would have been an Achilles tear. So pretty scary. So I don't know. I mean, I've, (laughs) I've, I've ripped on the NBA for prolonging guys' injuries for, you know, just like taking forever about them coming back. It, It kind of is what it is, but that does sound like a very serious injury, no doubt. Um, D'Angelo Russell in the month of January is shooting uh, 48.1% from downtown. That's absolutely crazy. 48.7% overall from the floor. 50% off from the floor in December in 13 games. 12 games already in January. This month is very long in the tooth, by the way. So D'Angelo Russell is as much of a hard time as I've given him. And he does have a lackadaisical, (laughs) you know, demeanor on the court very often. But he can certainly shoot the rock, as they say. Um, Man, I love those box jerseys, man. I I, keep, I can't stop getting distracted. I, I miss those days very much. I like that team, man. I like that old Bucks team. Uh, sorry, um, I didn't. I never liked the Jazz very much, but classic team, no doubt. Um, where am I even going? But yeah, D'Angelo Russell again. It's been a it's been a nice year, generally speaking. So this trade value should be it should have some should have some value. There should be something there for D'Angelo Russell, but it sounds like the Wolves are in no major rush to trade him. Um, Nas Reed is the guy that's been floating around, and D'Angelo Russell's name is always going to be on the list. But yeah, Nas Reed, I think, is the most likely guy to get traded because of the unbalanced roster. You have, again, you know, you have Nas Reed, you have Carl Anthony Towns, you have um, Rudy Gobert. That's like, you know, I mean, how, how many million right there between those two? About 90 million a year, if not 100 as things go up here with Carl and Rudy. His contracts only go up, not down great and then you have luca garza who's you know like league minimum you know but a a guy who clearly has some talent he's he's the next jack stigma out there basically you you know kind of sort of like the (laughs) jack sigma's grandson at this stage and not his son his grandson at this stage the guy that played in the late 70s all all the way into like the early 90s and such um yeah this kind of semi semi like that or like an old uncle or something but an overall, you know, um, amazing performance by Anthony Edwards. Again, three steals, three blocks, creating those fast breaks. And just kind of easing his way past defenders and also powering his way through defenders. He's able to do a little bit of both. You know, the little finesse driving into the basket, gently getting a, getting into the lane with the layup, and then powering his way through with dunks. The fact that Anthony Edwards can literally do it all, that's a, an amazing sign that he might have MVP votes in the next couple of years. I don't think he's going to get MVP votes this season, but I, I think he's going to be an MVP conversation throughout his career, maybe starting as soon as next season. Um, this, this truly is Anthony Edwards' team going forward, in my opinion. Uh, Carl Three Towns obviously is a franchise-level center, but there's something different uh, between Carl Three Towns and Anthony Edwards. Absolutely love Carl Anthony Towns. Love the, uh, the fact that he is the best big uh, shooting big man of all time great rebounder. Uh, when he's focused defensively, he's pretty damn good too. And heck, that was the talk about him coming into the draft back in uh, uh, 2015. That he was a way better defender than the other guy, Jalil Okafor who, you know, is not even in the league anymore. It's just crazy. Do you remember that was a major conversation? Carl Anthony Towns and Jalil Okafor. One of them is going to be David Robinson. The other is going to be Tim Duncan or whatever. I, I, I kind of saw that. Like I saw Carl as David Robinson. Unfortunately, neither one is either, in my opinion. I don't think Carl Anthony Towns' is David Robinson, uh, certainly not defensively. But, um, yeah, (laughs) David Robinson was so mature, too. Holy crap. Loved that guy. Um, I don't know. He's definitely not David Robinson defensively, but hopefully he can have a long career. And, uh, you know, obviously David Robinson's career was semi-derailed a bit with that that, uh, broken foot. He wasn't really quite the same player about two years after that and also the fact that he deferred to Tim Duncan. Um, uh, Carl Anthony Towns probably at some point is going to have to defer a teeny bit to Anthony Edwards, a little bit. Like, I'm not saying, you know, like, okay, backseat, you know, I'm going to average 15 points a game now. I'm going to go from 20 to 25 to 15. No, but more like a 20 to 22, and then Anthony Edwards is something like, you know, I mean, heck, Carl Anthony Towns could still get 20 to 25, quite frankly, and then Anthony Edwards could get 25 to 30 a game as his career continues to progress, as it certainly is. He's averaging, what, 25.5 right now. And again, obviously it's been boosted by these huge games and having to be the number one option. 24.5, that's unfortunate. (laughs) But um, thankfully the computer's not having issues like it was earlier. Or should I say the browser looked like it was about to do it again. Right before the show I was ripping my hair out thinking, no, 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 the browser was crashing and blowing up in my face uh, 26.5 and 13 games a very large sample size uh, in the month of January anyway um, 25.3 in December so again that's a significant sample size almost 30 games there uh, where Anthony Edwards is averaging around 26 a game so there's definitely something there uh, field goal percentage 45 46 all season it's been pretty good 36 to 40 percent from downtown overall so, he's definitely a different player. And again, the explosion to the basket is what I appreciate so much. I've actually left this game on forever, and I apologize. So, we'll move on to the next game, if humanly possible. Uh, I'm blanking on something. i got to check something one more time. I haven't even talked about him. Uh, nope, Rudy Gobert did not play. I didn't think he did. It was a groin situation, groin injury. Uh, Nathan Knight was the best center in the game. So, And it's again, further proof that probably Nas Reed is the... Guy, you might want to trade as much as I absolutely love Nasreed. but he's not a great rebounder, and Nathan Knight deserves to be a, a, a rotation guy, and I think Garza deserves a, a minute as well in this league going forward. So, someone's getting traded, and the one at the top value was got to be Nasred. Houston game. Now, I talked about uh, Kyle Anderson not being good, and he was, again, over 7 in the last game, despite the fact he got 7 rebounds. But in this game... I mean, I don't know. He just kind of lost it, and it was kind of silly. Getting kind of, uh, kind of banging into Jalen Green and getting a technical foul. It was kind of silly, and, and again, a, a guy that you're counting on for maturity and to kind of bring the IQ up, this was not doing that, to be quite frank. Um, that's the opposite of bringing the IQ up and uh, bringing maturity to the team. So, huge disappointment there. Kyle Anderson, again, technical foul. And uh, he actually didn't get ejected, but really. he didn't play much in the game either. Uh, Rudy Gobert even got a technical for hanging on the rim too long. Okay. And he was saying, hey, I got hit in the head. What the hell? So, like, Sockray Blue, you know, that kind of thing. Sorry. <laughs> but this overall, again, was, uh, yeah, some of the best defense I ever saw in my life. Not. Uh, Jalen Green, 42 points, looking like the uh, blue chip uh, player he was going into the draft a few years ago. And I talked about it last show. <clears throat> I am. It, it's like, it's like my brain just stopped for some reason on Jalen Green. I I barely remember him in the draft in 2021. I don't know why that is, but I barely remember him, and he's the number two pick in the draft, and I barely remember him. Jalen Green, who, who do you mean, Gerald? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he was originally. Yeah, he's from Houston originally, with the then then Celtics, Wolves, and Rockets, and whatever, and he disappeared off the face of the earth, but Jalen Green, I barely remember him, and he was the number two pick in the entire draft in 2021 to the Houston Sprockets, Uh, and yeah, he looks like a number two pick in the draft, at least he certainly did in this game, so obviously there's talent on Houston, but it's kind of a mix of, I don't know, old veterans that are kind of like past their prime and all that, and then guys that like, who the heck is this, and Kenyon Martin Jr., not Kenyon Martin, but Kenyon Martin Jr. Uh, has had his moments against the Wolves, powering through defenders and making us look dumb on occasion. But I don't know. This team generally kind of made us look dumb. Uh, The defense was not there. Kyle Anderson was not good. Rudy Gobert returned, yay. But uh, 15.16 rebounds, sure, yeah, and four blocks. That's actually a great game by Rudy Gobert, statistically. But overall the Wolves, despite sixty-one combined points for D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards, thirty for D'Angelo, thirty-one for Anthony Edwards, the Wolves find a way to lose to the Rockets in in Houston. And plus again, the head coach kind of having that passive approach, which is what's been talked about locally, you know, shows like flagrant Howells and such that like what's going on? What 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 is going on here? Like why why are we talking about oh boy, these these back and these 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 home and away games, oh boy, huh? you know, it's not fair, it's not a fair schedule, but then by, at the same time some of your players are making fun of the Rockets in social media, and then you followed up with this it's just, Jalen Green got of course, you know, got motivated, like obviously he should be anyway, because, well number two pick in the draft, go out there and have fun and uh, school some fools, as they say, and that's pretty much what he did, despite the fact, again, D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards combined for 61 points in the game uh, <laughs> pretty damn good, 6 of 10 for uh, Anthony Evers from downtown, only 9 of 20 overall though, clanging some shots, but still 31 points, DeAndre Russell, 6 of 12 from downtown, <sighs> basically made half of his shots overall from the floor, Laston Rivers had his best game of the week, 4 of 8 from the floor, good for him, Nas Reed reduced only 9 minutes and 2 points, and yeah, nah. Uh, really go bear. A good game, though. Definitely. Uh, Nathan Knight getting more minutes. Again, that could be a sign. Could be a sign. Obviously, the Wolves don't want Nas Reed to tweak an ankle or something. And then any type of trade talk is dead and gone. Done and dusted. Um, oh, man. <laughs> Three-point shot was blocked in the game as well. Uh, Jade McDaniels fouled out. Ile Anderson got five fouls in the game. He was just an absolute mess. And the Wolves lost to the Rockets. <sighs> Lost to the Rockets, Ugh, 119-114. Second time this season we split with the Houston Rockets for the season. I mean that's it's wonderful. It's just great. We split with the Rockets, and I think that's the second time we had that home away thing with them. So yeah, it's a, it's a lot of travel, and it's kind of weird. You're playing the same team, and now they have now they have, now it gives them the advantage. And yeah, but they're the Rockets. Like just beat them, please. Seriously. The Wolves go to New Orleans to get the job done, though, as this is definitely our feature presentation of the week. And now, our feature presentation. You like that? You like that? Isn't that fun? Yeah, <laughs> I had to put that in there, yeah. I like that. I think this is the second week I did that, right? But whatever. If it is, it is, it isn't, it isn't. The Wolves get the job done, 111-102, to 102, Anthony Edwards, 37 points. Overall in the game, I almost said off the bench. Um, no, he did not come off the bench. Austin Rivers, mediocre again. Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson from Scotland had a good game for the most part. Uh, 10 points and 7 rebounds. No, 7 assists. Sorry. In the game. <laughs> yeah, that's another accent. I got, I do the Aussie accent and then I imagine... Whenever I see Kyle Anderson, I just... I don't know. For some reason, I'm thinking Scotland. I don't know why. Or maybe it's Ireland. Kyle Anderson. Kyrill Anderson. Okay, sorry. I I don't know. (laughs) Anthony Edwards, 12 of 25. Just about half of shots from the floor, and he made 9 of 10 from the line. Again, attacking the rim. Attacking the rim. A little sloppy with the ball, was this club. And kind of annoying. I really wanted a free beef and cheddar. I'm not kidding. I don't have a lot of money right now. I you know I paid too many bills at once, basically. I'm in one of those situations. I think we've all been there where it's like, oh crap, I wasn't going to pay that just yet. It was going to be the next check because it's early. It wasn't necessary. And oh crap, now I'm like completely broke. <laughs> and I have to wait. I could have used that free beef and chatter, you know. And guess what? 11 of 29. You guys, come on. <laughs> Thanks a lot. So. They were at 10 three-pointers late in the game, and I'm thinking, ah, oh, they're not going to make it. And they made one, but, uh, okay, I know what I want to make it about beef and chatters, but I sure could have used it. That's all. That's all about me, right? No. And uh, Rudy Gobert, another decent game for the most part, but I, I keep saying but. I just keep saying but because I just don't feel it, you know? I, I don't feel like major excitement. He was good in the game, though. Again, I just don't feel a major excitement like, look at Rudy Gobert. This is just, wow, look at this team. We're at home court advantage, at least in the first round, and we'll see what happens. Um, Jaden McDaniels, 10 points and kind of nothing else than mediocre in the game. He didn't didn't have a good week either. I think both Jaden McDaniels and Kyle Anderson had kind of a meh week, even though they got 10 points in the game. Um, Kyle Anderson did get seven assists, but four turnovers. A couple steals and blocks, though, each. Uh, that's really good. Nas Reed, a couple steals and blocks off the bench. It, it's so, it's strange. Some nights it's Nas Reed. Some nights it's Nathan Knight getting the more minutes. This night, Nathan Knight. This night, Nathan Knight. Only two minutes, unfortunately, for him. But um, guys avoided foul trouble for the most part, except for Jaden McFrick and Daniels again. What's going on, Jaden? What are you doing? Is this back-to-back games of fouling out? So he's been kind of a mess lately. That's back to back games. How do you manage that? You foul out twice? Oh my God. Foul out twice in a row? Did I see that right? I think I did. Yeah. Like 10, 10, you know, like 10 empty points, basically. That's what it felt like. I'm, I know I sound jerky, but 10 empty points and then you foul out. Ugh. Kyle, you're, or Kyle, uh, Jaden, you're, you're, trying to take that uh, Johnny Flynn award away from Kyle Anderson. You're, you're trying to, but we'll, we'll see. I'm about to make a decision on that very shortly. Not that anyone cares that much, but yeah, maybe they should. Kyle Anderson did lead the club in assists. We appreciate that. And a solid performance by the Wolves, taking advantage of a team without, that's right, without <laughs> uh, Zion Williamson. So Zion had his 40-point-plus game last time around, and yeah, it's just, you know, it was a, it was a rough day. Guys were complaining, thinking he's being a little too physical, um, but, hmm, yeah, that's what they were thinking, now I'm distracted here, look at something, I apologize, uh, but again, an overall fun performance, Anthony Edwards taking the ball to the basket, D'Angelo Russell, solid overall performance, it's just, it, it wasn't that pretty of a game, guys were missing shots off and on, but generally speaking an overall good game, and the Wolves kind of showing up to play and playing strong defense down the stretch. Gene McDaniels did play strong defense, so I don't want to be too hard on him. I know when I'm like 10 empty points and I shouldn't say that. He did play strong defense, but the fact he didn't get a single rebound is kind of weird. Like, that's weird. So, but again, strong defense, again, doesn't show up in the stat sheet but did show up uh, on the the eye test when you're watching the game and such. As long as you did watch the game, I hope you did. Uh, So I don't know. Uh, An overall, you know, nice performance by the Wolves, getting the job done down the stretch, and taking the fact, uh, taking advantage of Brandon Ingram being a little bit rusty, I'd have to say, for the most part, uh, yeah, very rusty actually. Four of 18 from the floor. CJ McCollum taking shots from well beyond the arc, like he's want to do. 25 points. He's been a Timberwolves killer since the day he got in the league because we passed on him in the draft with the Bla- and we wound up with the Blazers and now there, uh, Jose Al- Alvaro of uh, <laughs> Jose. Alvarado made an ass of himself um, jumping up in the air and spiking the ball down and acted like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, y- you know, in, in high school, you'd have been kicked out in a heartbeat there. High school and probably in college. And with one, he got a single technical and then Willie Green got real mad defending his player, I guess. But with five minutes remaining in the fourth quarter, I'm sure those guys are insanely frustrated, uh, generally speaking. So that kind of did help lead to the... uh you know, lead to all that frustration, lead to that that outburst, so to speak, <clears throat> because things haven't been so good lately. They've been losing games uh, with the absence of Zion Williamson, and it's not the kind of injury that just come back from in five seconds. So, the Memphis Grizzlies are now just three games above five hundred. Yet still number two in the in their division, not in the Southwest, but in the division. Sacramento's in first place. Kind of cool. Uh, I, I like that. I do, because it's not the obnoxious Kings years ago, about 20 years ago. I did not like that team. Uh, but this team, I kind of like them a little bit until we play them in the playoffs or something. Then I hate their guts, like Mike Memphis. I loved them until we played them in the playoffs. Now I, yeah, uh, John Morant. We'll talk about him next segment. Uh, <laughs> changed my mind a little bit on that guy. Uh, but in overall, you know, Nice. The wolves got the job done, and that's what matters most. We'll uh, pass out the awards now. The lone wolf award has to go to Anthony Edwards. He averaged what, like 40 points this week. He was sick. He was fantastic. Uh, wasn't perfect, and sometimes his defense stunk. But overall, showed up to play. Generally speaking, and um, really, uh, really uh, tore tore things up, which is great. The Johnny Flynn Memorial. I will go with Kyle Anderson. I will go with Kyle Anderson. I was thinking of almost having them share it and uh, with Jaden McDaniels, but his defense was good. Kyle Anderson's defense is good, generally speaking, usually. But when when you're kind of trying to be like one of the veteran leaders on the team and all that, and he's done a fantastic job of that. Uh, and then this week, to follow up with uh, last week's no, uh, Lone Wolf Award, he comes back with a Jaden McDaniels. Or Jaden McDaniels comes back with a Johnny Flynn Award. So very frustrating. Jane McDaniel's isn't that bad yet, so I apologize, but he almost got it this week, just about, but not quite. But f- fouling out twice, he's definitely an honorable mention. And on the positive side, D'Angelo Russell should get the honorable mention for the uh, Lone Wolf Award. With that, we'll take a great, uh, break and preview four games. <laughs> Timberwolves Explosion. Segment number two. Time to preview four games. But first, let's hear from DraftKings right here, right now, before I stupidly forget. Four teams, or four NFL teams, two conference championship games and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs of DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, hopefully with the Niners and uh, Bengals, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly not a new customer you can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped up same game parlays take your shot at an even bigger nfl payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100 percent like say like rushing yards touchdowns blah 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 you know all that kind of stuff though that's what parlays are all about like not only are the niners going to win but uh, Debo samuel is going to get two touchdowns or something crazy like that then whoa, you went—you know—that's swinging for the fences rather than just trying to get a base hit. You know what I mean? So one of the games I want the—I'm picking Cincinnati over the Kansas City Chiefs. So when it comes to the two games, that's my game of the week. Obviously, they're both massive, massive matchups. Out of these four teams, any one of them can win the ch- the whole thing. I, I I think it's very comfortable to say. This is the four best teams in the league right now, and they deserve to be where they are. There's no crazy underdog like, oh, how did they get there? They're going to get their butts kicked now. No, Uh, San Francisco, Philadelphia deserve to be there. Uh, And of course, Cincinnati and Kansas City deserve to be there. I hate the Chiefs, and I hate the Eagles. So you could guess where I'm going. And I love Cincinnati and San Francisco. It's kind of a love-hate thing. So hopefully it's not Philadelphia, Kansas City, and I'm definitely not going for that. I'm going the opposite direction. But Cincinnati, I think there's something special about that team. I think there's something special about that quarterback, something special about that coach. Uh, everybody loves the Chiefs and then Dr. Robotnik uh, and all that. That's the, obviously uh, Andy Reid, <laughs> Dr. Robotnik from C- uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, and um, Patrick Mahomes and all that. But again, the ankle injury, this and that. Uh, they've had playoff failures, thankfully, in the past. And Cincinnati, there's just, again, something special about them. So that's where I go with with the win and the cover. Over the Kansas City at the cover and the win, basically. Kansas City's favored. But the uh, Cincinnati Bengals get the job done and uh, go on to the Super Bowl. And we'll talk about that next week. And, of course, check out the Purple Mafia, right? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Thank you, DraftKings, very much. Wonderful, wonderful uh, app that I highly recommend, and it's going to be fun to uh, get into those <clears throat> conference championships. And obviously all the NBA games you can you can do as well. So that's kind of an extra plug, you could say. <laughs> um, Memphis Grizzlies. Ugh, God. <laughs> Ugh. Well, Kyle Anderson used to be there. He was kind of a pain in the butt when he was on the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Now he's on the Wolves. John Morant, you know. <clears throat> I saw him as kind of the way you see Anthony Edwards. A little bit cocky, but in a fun way. Not in a jerky way. And then John Morant, once there was a little bit of success in the playoffs, became more of a jerky kind of cocky. So I've, I'm have i not nearly as big a fan of his since. Um, and he's kind of done a bit of that. Uh, he, he's done a lot of talking last time around. The Wolves played Memphis, and it was really really obnoxious, actually. Uh, Desmond Baines, a tough son of a gun. He's tough to play against. He's got a right knee injury, apparently, as of uh, the 26th of January. John Kunchar concussion, uh-oh, uh, January 24th. And Stephen Adams' knee January 23rd, Rudy Gobert, the groin, but he's playing now. Corian Prince is playing ankle. And, of course, Carl Anthony Towns and Jordan McLaughlin with the calf. Sounds like Jordan McLaughlin's actually very close to returning. So, like a week or two, maybe two weeks. So, that'll be nice. <clears throat> won't feel as shorthanded at the guard position going forward from there. We'll, we'll see how good he is after being out so long. Jeez. Comparisons. Wolves are 10th. Grizzlies are 5th in points. Rebounds. Grizzlies are number one in the league. Wolves are 27th. Yuck. Yuck. 27th in the league with Rudy Gobert, even though he's missed time. Come on now. And obviously, Carl's been out forever. Uh, field goal percentage. The uh, Grizzlies are 19th. Wolves are 4th. <clears throat> nice job, actually. Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell, they're both guards. Yeah. 3 point percentage. Memphis is 21st. Wolves are 19th. Assists. Wolves are 12th. The Grizzlies are 11th. Turnovers. Wolves are 28th. Grizzlies are fifteenth, assist assisted turnover ratio fifth for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. That's Tyus Jones right there. Let me tell you, not so much John Morant as Tyus Jones, twenty uh, fourth for the Wolves in that, fourth for the Wolves in the block, second in in the NBA for the Grizzlies. Interesting, and steals fourth for the Grizzlies and uh, uh, fourth for the Wolves, fifth for the Grizzlies. So it's been a bit of a back and forth. It's a fantastic matchup. It it really is. Um, unfortunately, Memphis is a step or two ahead of us and they have the number one seat in the, uh, no, number two seat in the Western Conference right now behind the Denver Nuggets. Sacramento's third. We'll be playing them. So, a couple of tough matchups coming up this week. And the Warriors are a pain in the butt as well. Apparently, the Wolves are number nine in the West right now at five hundred twenty-five and 25. So, beating New Orleans certainly helps. Golden State is uh, eighth. And the Wolves would play them in the play-in game right now which I don't like our chances, but not because I think the Warriors are the greatest team ever, because I never have, never have, never will. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to play them in a single game. Uh, I don't want to play them in a single game, uh, single elimination situation. Memphis, 114-103 on Friday the, the 11th. Happy Veterans Day there. Wednesday, November the 30th, again. John Morant was talking so much crap in both of those games. Wolves won 109-101. That was nice uh the 30th i want to backtrack to that very quickly 29 for anthony edwards gobert with nine and carl was already out wasn't he so that sucks but the wolves got the job done john morant 24 points blah bitty freaking blah and again tyus jones is looked on as the best backup point guard in the nba and uh vince germano had something to say also i want to look that up right now uh because, again, I wasn't as active again this week, but luckily, thankfully, thank God, we hear from Tenay Brown. Really appreciate him in the Fan interaction segment. I want to get to something Vince said very shortly. How did he say? Tyus Jones, mate. This is why teams need to be patient. Not just teams either. Fans are impatient, too. Yep, and I agree. I agree. That was a, actually a, uh, uh, what do they call that? direct message or instant message on uh, Facebook Messenger. Yeah, I mean, it's true, and... Tyus Jones really could have been something so for us and we could sure use his help. I mean as much as we like Jordan McLaughlin, he's kind of like a poor man's version in a lot of ways, with the, he doesn't turn the ball over. He's just a nice, solid point guard. But Tyus, obviously there's something there, and the Wolves low balled him. Field goal percentage is forty-four percent, three percentage forty. So, well, thirty-nine point four to be fair. John Moran's only twenty-seven point three from downtown, but the way he attacks the rim with reckless abandon. What am I looking at? 31.7. I think I'm going nuts. So I apologize there. Um, overall, good field goal percentage though for the position he plays. Him being John Moran, 46.5. Desmond Bain, right about 46%. and He's almost 43% from downtown. Ugh, he's a pain in the ass. <laughs> he's really good though. He's really good. I mean, the Wolves would love to have a guy like that, but um, kind of like a like a like a, a, a wing, a big powerful wing. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr., nice big man. He only averages six and a half rebounds a game, though. Steven Adams, but yeah, Jaron Jackson averages three blocks a game. Three blocks a game, so he makes up for it in a big way. Steven Adams gets a lot of rebounds and averages one block, and he is a New Zealander, right? So, pretty cool there. Um, Brandon Clark, yep, man, all these names that drove us crazy last year. It's a good team, good matchup, entertaining game. This will be in Target Center Wolves win in target center. Wolves get the job done. Wolves have a nice, nice motivated game. Anthony Edwards Anthony Edwards I think has 39 points in the game. I think he misses 40 by a a small amount. But I think he gets just about 40 points in the game. And the Wolves end up getting the win. 122 to 118. Timberwolves win by 4 over the Memphis Grizzlies in a very, very back and forth battle. And uh, Anthony Edwards gets the job done. And we feel a little better about things. And a nice uh win um actually let let me see when's the season finale season finale is february the 10th happy birthday dad there number 80 Yep, number 80 so that'll be an interesting day friday the 10th of february sacramento kings we play them twice in target center saturday the 28th and monday the 30th now don't complain about the back-to-backs here Um, I don't think we sweep this, but I don't think we get swept either. So it's going to be a solid week for the Wolves. Sacramento's got the number one offense in the entire NBA. Kind of like the Wolves last year. 120 points a game. So nice. Uh, 25th in rebounds. 3rd in field goal percentage. 8th in three-point percentage. 3rd in assists. Yep, Darren Fox. 18th in turnovers. 5th in assist to turnover ratio. Interesting uh, switch for uh, interesting change there. 29th in blocks and 22nd in steals. Their defense is probably not as scary as some teams, as they're going to be, have some higher-scoring games. Oh, I got to backtrack again because I forgot to go over who Memphis has played recently and how they, how things have gone. I apologize. I get too excited to keep moving. Oh yeah, Memphis has lost four in a row. So yeah, the Wolves will get the win. Maybe maybe I'm crazy and full of myself, but this could be a pretty rotten uh, road trip for the Memphis Grizzlies, and I hope it is. Screw them. <laughs> they beat cleveland 115 <laughs> 114 in memphis and then all on the road lost to the lakers by one lost to the suns by two wow what the heck got whooped by sacramento 133 100 and golden state 122 to 120 a lot of close losses and i think they have a close loss to the wolves i hope they don't come in and crush us now to end their losing streak shoot well i'm just gonna stay the wolves win the game. Back-to-back back with Sacramento. The Wolves do not win on this, uh, on Saturday. Honestly, I'll start with that. Sacramento, no injuries, knock on wood. Darren Fox is averaging almost 24 a game. Sabonis, again, acquired in the trade with the uh, Memphis, uh, no, with the Indiana Indiana Pacers last year. Uh, 12 and a half rebounds, seven and a half assists. Impressive. So, kind of like his dad there. Arvidas Sabonis. Sacramento is three and two in their last five. They beat the Lakers 116, 111. beat Oklahoma City 118 to 113. lost in Philadelphia 129, 127 Some close games. whoops the crap out of Memphis woohoo 133 to 100. I like that and beat Toronto pretty good. 113, 95 Those are all home games except for the Laker one at the very beginning. Uh, again, wolves are three and two in our last five. Very good team though, and I don't think the wolves win the back to back. It'd be nice if we did, but I just, I don't know. I don't think so, unfortunately. Uh, Darren Fox, like I said, 24 points a game. It's only 33% from downtown. I, I remember that being kind of a complaint. Yeah, Pete more drives to the basket and puts up some mid-range shots and such. Uh, 50%, almost 51% from the floor. That's really good. Um, Sabonis DeMontis, Sabonis, 61% from the floor. Absolutely nuts. 31, 37% from downtown. 12 rebounds, seven and a half assists. Awesome, awesome. And averages almost uh, averages about 18 and a half a game. Malik Monk, almost forgot about that guy. 13 points a game. Not that great of a shooter. Just kind of he's he's okay. <laughs> Harrison Barnes. He was with the Warriors years ago before they won championships. Yep. Um, yeah, he's been he's been in Sacramento for a few years now, and he's pretty good. It's pretty good. 15 and a half a game. He's a nice piece. He's a nice piece to a team. A starting piece. Uh, Alex Len is still alive, but barely. Three points a game, three minutes a game. Excuse me, for that club, Alex Len. Wow, remember he wasn't he a high, highly touted player? Huh. Well, Kevin Herter, Kevin Herter, putting the hurt on with that forty-two percent three-point percentage and almost sixteen points a game. Nice, valuable piece for the uh, Sacramento Kings, who again are the number three seed in the Western Conference. Really uh, happy to see that twenty-seven and twenty overall. First place in the Pacific Division. Keep it up, Sacramento. Hopefully, the Wolves can at least win one game against this club, and I like that logo very much. I I I, I like it more than the ones they had uh, recently, semi-recently. I, I like the crown at the top, and it goes back to the Kansas City Kings days. So, um, very nice. Very, very nice. Um, very, very, very happy with how things are uh, going with Sacramento. The Wolves do not win this first game of the two. Sacramento scores... Uh, I I think they're going to get a number of points. Something like 100 and... eh, It'll be like 125 to 120. They beat the Wolves. Anthony Edbert still reaches about 31. But the Wolves don't win the game. Play the Kings again. On Monday, the Wolves do win that one. Final score. With a little bit of rest and all that, the Wolves come back and beat them by a final score of... uh, 120. I think the Wolves get a... uh, Well, let's go with 122. It's not going to be that high scoring. The Wolves put the clamps down a teeny bit, 122 to 114. The Wolves win by eight over the Sacramento Kings. Anthony Edwards at 35. So I notice I keep saying 30 this, 30 that with Anthony Edwards. That's who he is right now. That's who he is. And if he 25 at like dead minimum, I think is what he's going to do against Sacramento and Memphis going forward. And then we get to play the yucky, obnoxious Golden State Warriors. Ugh. (laughs) I'm a huge fan. Can you tell? Just love them, but I mean, I, I really appreciate the podcast though, and the nice. Uh, uh, that's part of the uh, the ba- basketball podcast network. Really appreciate them very much for the nice uh, what they, the nice thing they said on the uh, Apple Podcast. Andrew Wiggins apparently illness of the 25th, but who knows what that means uh, Andre Godala, hip. I'm surprised, so- shocked beyond belief, he's still playing. Like seriously, wasn't he like done like four years ago? What's going on? <laughs> I thought he was done after like 20, 2020. So like two, three years ago. Heck, what am I saying? Like He, he was really good in the 15 championship. He was the MVP of that series. But just a couple years later, it was like, Boo! he wasn't even close to the same guy. Golden State humiliated us last time around. I want to believe the Wolves are going to go 3-1 and one this week. I think the Wolves to make a step forward. I think we do beat the Warriors. We're certainly, well... There's a good chance we split this season series. And I I think the Wolves win this one. I mean, 137-114, that's embarrassing. I think the Wolves win this game, believe it or not. Golden State's number two in the league in points at 118 a game. 11th in rebounds, 15th in field goal percentage, 6th in three-point percentage. Ah, ah, whatever. Number one in assists, interesting. 29th in turnovers, ooh. But yeah, the turnover assist-to-turnover ratio is 14th, okay. 27th in blocks and 14th in steals. The Wolves will defeat the Warriors in this game, in my opinion. The last uh, five, Golden State is back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, they've uh, they're three and two. Beat Washington, 127, one twenty seven, one eighteen in Washington. Beat, uh, lost to the Celtics. Good, keep it up, Boston. Hopefully, they take care of business if there's a somehow, some way, Golden State gets back to the finals. But I don't know. Hopefully, Boston beats them one way or another. Still mad about that one. <laughs> I'm very mad about that one, actually. 121 118 Cleveland you could tell I was mad in the, in the in the state of the wolves back in the summer oh I was I was hot I mean Boston should have won that series and they just stopped playing it was so freaking <laughs> anyhow 120 114 at Cleveland Golden State wins uh, they lose to a much better Brooklyn team 120 to 116 and they beat the Memphis Grizzlies rematch of the second round last year 122 to 120. By the uh, yeah, the Golden State Warriors, Ugh. Steph Curry. Yeah, I know he's the best player that ever lived, and there's no you, you can't question it. He's he's the goat. That's it. Um, Michael Jordan. Who? Uh, all, all you guys did is all you guys know about Michael Jordan is from his highlights. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but yeah, but these guys would kick their. No, I watched Michael Jordan most of his career. So whatever, <laughs> I saw it. And I saw him live in real life too. So <laughs> step aside. Young man, young woman, young lady. (laughs) Anyhow, Steph Curry, 29.3 a game, three-point percentage, 42%, 42%. Jordan Poole, who was a pain in the butt in the finals last year and has been good this year, and he was good against the Wolves too. Very good against the Wolves, if I remember correctly. 32% from downtown, but 21.2. He's been a nice, you know, added piece to this club, a nice young added piece to the Golden State Warriors who need help obviously as they're getting older. And more and more injured as the years progressed. Jamichael Green. Wow, he's still around. I remember him with Memphis years ago. He's good. Andre has played three games this year. Uh, he's pretty much an assistant coach at this point. He's like uh, uh Juwan Howard with the Heat, basically, at this point. And um, the other guy with the Heat now, Haslam, who's who's my age. Haslam's like a year younger than me. And he's... <laughs> I'm 43, folks. I'm not 35. I'm 43. Yeah. Uh... Th- Dante, I don't remember him going there. Di Vincenzo, when did he go to the Warriors? I don't remember. Now I'm losing my mind. What? I don't remember him on the Warriors. Well, he's, he's on the Warriors. Yep, the, the Villanova star years ago, yep, when they won the national championship. Di Vincenzo went to the, I don't remember. So weird. I'm losing my mind, and I apologize. You might think I'm nuts. I probably shouldn't even be saying that out loud right now, but I don't know, I don't know, tells you how much I love the Warriors, doesn't it? Andrew Wiggins, one of the valuable pieces of the final last year. yay, 40% from downtown, 17 and a half and five rebounds a game. He's obviously you know he does the things that he didn't do with us basically. you know, sometimes he'd score and have these epic games, you know like Philadelphia and the Clippers and games like that. He'd have those 35 point epic battles, but nothing like Anthony Edwards there's like no comparison between the two now. The two number one picks the wolves have had other than Carl Anthony Towns. Um, Well, we traded for Anthony, uh, for Andrew Wiggins, pardon me. Uh, Clay Thompson, still doing it, still going strong, unfortunately, right? (laughs) 39.2 a game, 20.7 from the floor. And, of course, he was torching us time and time again the last time we played them in that awful game. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga, he's part of that trade. He's part of the uh, D'Angelo Russell trade. So far, 8.1 a game. He'd be a nice piece, but so far... Nothing like, oh, God, what were we thinking? You know, it was the worst trade in the history of sports. It's nothing like that yet. I don't see Jonathan Kaminga being a, a superstar or anything. But, um, well, time will tell. Davy, as Trent Tucker would say. The Wolves will beat the Warriors, believe it or not. The Wolves will beat the Warriors. Um, final score, 121. No, no. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be higher scoring. 128 to 120. The Wolves win by 8 over the Golden State Warriors. In fact, this game's going to go to OT if the Wolves get the job done. 132 to 128. It goes to overtime and the Wolves get the job done. Anthony Evers with 44 points. Anthony Evers with 44 points. D'Angelo Russell with 30 something. 30 something. Low 30s. But the Wolves get the job done against the Golden State Warriors, believe it or not. <sighs> what were the injuries again? Are we talked yeah yeah I already talked about Awakens. maybe he's sick but we'll see he'll probably play in that game of course he will and Andre Iguodala I don't know if he's ever going to play again um but he's again he's like my age isn't he how, how old is Andre Iguodala oh well, he's not he, he's really oh he's LeBron James's age so yeah he's old regardless he is 20 he's turning 30 20 my ass he's turning 39 on the uh the birthday of my podcasting career <laughs> January 28th So, yep, one quick thing, too. Yep, my podcasting career becomes uh, 15 years old. Started in 2008, January 28th, 2008, Paladino Live. That's where it all started. Paladino Live, I talked about the Timberwolves, the Minnesota Wild, the Minnesota Vikings. In April 2008, I took the Vikings part out and turned it into Purple Mafia. And then as the summer progressed, because I also talked about the Twins as well for a while, uh, and it was we got into the late stages of the summer, August, around August, I decided we're going to dissolve Paladino Live, and the Minnesota Twins part of it will go with it, unfortunately. But Timberwolves Explosion and Brave the Wild will become shows. And they've been around since August 2008. So, Timberwolves Explosion's pretty old as well. So, that's where it all started, January 28th, uh, 2008. So, yeah, 15 years already. Crazy, Crazy crazy. So, that brought that memory up right there. January 28th, 1984. Springfield, Illinois. For Andre Egodala, who's played in three games this year. Wolves will beat the Warriors. With that, we'll take a quick break and get the fan interaction. <laughs> and yeah, sorry if I made it about me at the end, but then again, I mean, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow's the 15th birthday of my podcast career, so figured I'd get into that. Uh, fan Interaction at T-Wolves EX at T-Wolves EX I don't know. I don't know if the, it's the internet or the computer or what. Maybe this computer needs a restart, but I've seen a lot of spinning circles lately, you know, and I think all of you know what that means, and it's extremely annoying, actually. Uh... I want to thank the Basketball Podcast Network. That's Dylan and Kyle for retweeting the most recent episode. Kessler or Gobert. I think I put the wrong number on this, didn't I? Or was it 350? Yeah, nope, I put it right. Episode 353. And yeah, like oh, that's showing up now because that's how we uh, say which episodes had the ads in them. So, DraftKings, that's how I get a little uh, small compensation to help out uh, this show. And, uh, yes, it's, it's nice. It's nice to finally have something coming my way for the first time ever. It's finally happening. It's like a miracle. Uh, Tanae Brown out of New Zealand. Vince Germano out of Australia. Levi Brown out of New Zealand. And Benzo out of the Bronx retweeting the most recent episode. Thank you guys so much. You are pillars of this show. I am not kidding. Uh, Howell and Horns, apparently, they also retweeted. They must be one of the, uh, or not retweeted, but they, um, what do they call that? they liked uh thing. Oh, okay, so it's a Wolves and, it's the Wolves and Vikings Twitter. I guess it's not, I don't know if it's uh, interesting. Yep, yeah, I guess we both followed each other not too long ago. It's Twitter, I believe. I don't think it's a podcast. Professional overreactor. Cool, thank you for the like there and hope you listen to the show. Let me know how I'd like to hear from you sometime. Um, Reese Padretti and Derek I'll retweet, also it. Sweet, Reese Padretti coming out of, uh, Brisbane, Australia. I almost forgot. Sorry. I'm really sorry. Brisbane, Australia. Uh, Derek Felska coming in out of western Wisconsin, of course, from Minnesota, but works as a teacher and a defensive line coach for that high school in western Wisconsin. Pretty cool. Today, Brown says, Wolves can't buy a bucket right now. Someone attack the rim. And yeah, I mean, you, you hope that more and more often with the Wolves, with Anthony Edwards on the roster. Yeah, you got to attack the damn rim, no doubt about it. Uh, it was on January 21st. I want to make sure which game that was. Apologize for my ignorance at the moment here. Yeah, that must have been the Houston game. Yes, that's what it was. The first Houston game where we won. Yeah. Both of those Houston games, there's just like no sense of urgency. That was probably the biggest problem. No sense of freaking urgency. And I know you saw a little bit of that against the um, New Orleans Pelicans. A little bit about that. Uh, but that was a huge problem the lack of urgency is really irritating uh the basketball podcast network is coming out of Vancouver British Columbia by the way so yep canadian their their main thing is the hockey podcast network but uh, obviously they did branch into basketball and football this past year so and that's where the Timber, they actually first discovered Timberwolves explosion probably because they're getting that network going it was like at the, the very beginning so it was getting started and oh let's get this Timberwolves guy <laughs> going out of golden valley minnesota I'm like yes thank you and then eventually that led to pearl mafia and brave the wild going there as well so huge thrill i'd heard of the hockey podcast network for like last two years or so and i don't know i was kind of chicken to ask like would you be willing to have brave the wild i probably could have gotten on there sooner but i was chicken you know and then once they heard about it they're like, oh yeah <laughs> anyhow today says i thought kg might have done this awesome game from edwards and again today out of new zealand the absolute pillar of this show Basketball Reference, awesome uh, website, absolutely awesome for information. I'm not following, shame on me, I'm following now. 44 points for Anthony Edwards tonight to lead the Timberwolves to victory. Edwards is the only player in Minnesota's franchise history to record at least 40 points, three blocks, and three steals in a game. Hashtag NBA. And yeah, that's why today's like. I thought KG might have done this. Awesome game from Edwards. Yep, and that was that that win where the Wolves uh, obviously... Or where Anthony Edwards was absolutely spectacular in the game. At least he did drive the rim a good amount. But again, yeah, I can understand today, though. Like, for the most part, other players weren't. And, you know, Anthony Edwards settles settles for jump shots as well quite often. Uh, Takes a ton of threes. Interesting graphic here. NBA University. Tanae Brown says, Rudy definitely still making an impact for the Wolves. My problem is when he's altering shots, no one gets the defensive rebound, and the Wolves give up second chance points. Thoughts? Yeah, that's a huge issue for the Wolves. That's, Wolves are one of the worst rebounding teams in the league. So And like Houston is actually, uh, they are actually the number one offensive rebounding team in the NBA. Uh, they're basically coached hard that way in terms of since we're not real good, we, we can try to win games by hustling. And of course, you know, and I, I'm obsessed with hustling myself. Or, you know, I was always obsessed with that as a younger guy. As um, we'll backtrack there again, uh, five offensive, Rebounds for uh, Terry Easton, guys like that. They had 15 offensive rebounds in the first uh, Houston game, and in the 15 offensive rebounds, you heard, you heard that? <laughs> That's incredible. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean today making a huge point here, a really good one. Uh, offensive rebounds in the second game, 12. So not as bad, but it's like still like ugh, you know 12. Even 12 is quite a bit. But Houston is the number one team in the league at offensive rebounds because they want to win by at least hustling. If you're not real good right now and you're kind of you know young and learning the game, hustle, hustle, guys, hustle. Um, I'm not seeing something. I want to look a little closer at this graphic. Uh, NBA University thoughts on this one. Show this thread. So, yeah, I'm going to get a little closer look at things. So Rudy Gobert is way over in the uh, higher, higher deterrence, higher effectiveness area. Interesting. Um, Yeah, Raymond Green's over there opponents attack the rim less often yeah so he's way up there yep altering shots opponents score at the rim less often so he's kind of way up in that area uh that's good to know so yep that's pretty much where he is he's in the ratio of opponents score at the rim less often and opponents attack the rim less often so yeah he's altering shots and preventing guys from driving the lane and that's kind of what rudy gobert has been about most of his career uh, and unfortunately maybe like sometimes less blocked shots so they don't really show up in the stat sheet um but again guys aren't getting the damn rebounds like uh today was saying and it's a huge problem that's it's why the wolves arguably one of the reasons why the wolves lost to houston but again an overall lack of urgency is the root of the problem in a lot of ways and that definitely involves rebounding definitely definitely involves rebounding great 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 post today thank you very much for that one uh, one more from Tanay says, Wolves need someone who's going to do all the dirty work and crash the boards. Yeah, McDaniels needs to play the three with and at the two. Move Nas Reed for someone that's prepared to just crash the glass nonstop. Would be ideal if they could uh, shoot a three, two. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like that would be nice. And I think that's uh, obviously the Wolves need somebody like that in the offseason. season. It's funny how, you, again, the whole Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, and it sucks that Carl's been out forever with that almost Achilles tear. Almost. Almost. Because the, the calf and the Achilles are, you know, combining with the, the with, with your foot. That's kind of like together, all kind of working together there. where um, it could have almost been an Achilles tear. <sniffs> Scary thought. Um, with them being out, that definitely hurts in a lot of that, guys getting the rebound and shooting a three. It's like, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns, you know, but... Sometimes Carl didn't rebound all that great, and sometimes he did. Uh, the Wolves do need another one of those guys, though, who's like a power forward, like a legitimate four. We're good at five. That's the thing. We're good at five. Like, there's a million fives. Nasri isn't that great of a rebounder. Kyle Anderson, he's, he's okay at rebounding. Jaden McDaniels, like you said, does not rebound. He just does not. Um, on occasion, he'll, he'll have a decent rebounding night, but it's not often. So, yeah, you need like a legitimate kind of a big guy that rebounds the ball that isn't necessarily a, a tall guy but like a uh, a lot taller than us, but you know what I mean, a lot taller than us but depending on how tall uh, some of you guys are <laughs> that are listening um, but yeah, like someone that's like six eight six nine. that's a rebounding machine um, and obviously easier said than done, but I mean there, there's, there's players out there that can certainly do that, that can certainly step up to the plate and uh, simply be a, a legitimate rebounder uh, Luca Garza yeah, I mean, he's more of a he's more of a five himself, so that's what we need an actual four, an actual four to kind of to help out, even coming in off the bench obviously, and, and to be like maybe a little bit of energy, getting the rebounds, and maybe a, a three and D, like you say so, that's definitely something to approach in the offseason, and I'll, I'll probably uh, bring a player's name or two coming into the next episode as it's unfortunately getting late right now at the time that I'm doing this, not late at night but late in the, you know Late in the morning, and I have to get ready to go, unfortunately, because I'm a second-shift guy, generally speaking. Um, today, that was really awesome. Uh, great posts, absolutely great. Really love hearing from you. Uh, and, yep, Vince Germano, strong reminder to all of us Wolves fans that maybe didn't appreciate Tyus Jones as much as we should have. And, of course, the Wolves organization uh, low-balling him and letting him go uh, in the Gerson Rosas era when he was still here. Uh, Gerson was still here, and Tyus Jones was still here. Boy, it's sure getting windy out there, huh? huh. Yep. Cold, 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 uh, January, late January day here. Uh, beautiful blue sky with some uh, clouds in the background as well. So cold day. I'm just describing a uh, scenery here. <laughs> Check out Joey's weather spy photos on Facebook. Yeah, I actually do, but I don't mean to make a plug of it. Um, those of you that have done a positive rating, on Apple Podcasts and others out there. Thank you so much. Anybody that's willing to, please do. It only helps the show. Tell your friends about the show. Spread the word. Those of you that have shared and retweeted, I mean, God bless you so much. Uh, a good number of you have, and I appreciate you. I mentioned you today, and appreciate you so much. Um, let's see. Uh, one other thing is, uh, if you want to call into the show, like Tanae has done in the past, I believe Vince has as well, uh, would love to hear from you. Open your smart device. Every smart device on the planet has a free Voice recording app on it, or you could download one as well for free. Uh, you open it, press record, treat it like a phone call, and then when you stop, you share it to Paladino Live. Share it or email it to Paladino Live at yahoo.com. Paladino Live at yahoo.com. I would then convert it into an MP3 file, thanks to Zumsar with a z.com Thank you, thank you, thank you. With that said, I think the Wolves have a positive week. I hope I'm right. We'll find out, and <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. Until then, take care and God bless. Thank <music> you.